0: so welcome to episode 17 of season three if you just joined, this is maria at maria the arcane on instagram and i'm joined by the ever so lovely robin at a tired witch on instagram (laughs) (laughs) and please be sure to stick around to the end to see what's coming next week
1: Yes. And before we get started on the episode, we want to remind you guys that we have started doing classes Mm -hmm. on our Patreon. So it's a once monthly class hosted by a different instructor every time. Uh, This month is Basics of Heathenry, which will be hosted by Warrior Witch Nike. Very excited about that. It's Mm -hmm. going to be on September 24th, I think. yes (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're so organized guys. We're on it.
1: it will be. Um I will say too for those of you who have been on the fence about perhaps joining for these classes, we've had a few questions about what if we can't make the class? I will be recording it and it will be available um on the library tier for mm-hmm. 1 month. I'm going to keep it ho- like hosted for a month. So mm-hmm. if you would like to see the class but you for whatever reason can't come, you can still watch it.
0: Yeah 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 and if you can stick around too on the discord that we have set up for it where you can talk Mm -hmm. to nike and ask a bunch of questions yes Yes, so we
1: good. have I've got it all set up. So that way, if you join the library tier, although you don't have full access to the discord, to like mm-hmm. do our other events that we have on there, or even just asking questions and talking with your peers. Mm-hmm. Um, when the class is happening, there is a chat section. So that way you can ask Nike questions, and they can respond. So I, I think it's gonna be really good. Of course, this is our first month. But I, I think we have it pretty, pretty well laid out. And I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be really great
0: yeah and i can't wait for us to announce the next next guest yeah, too it's gonna next be so good
1: four months i think including this one mm-hmm. uh picked out and we've like got agreements with people so we're very yeah. excited to announce all of them yeah i
0: think that we should announce the next guest next like full episode with our guests that we're going to have i think that'll be good
1: yes i agree i think it's gonna be great <laughs> You've just joined us this week. Every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how you can utilize that for your practice. As a reminder, this is not a check-in or an astrological forecast based off of your zodiac. This is simply the astrological phase the moon will be in. (laughs) Now we can use it as witches. So that being said, our upcoming... Lunar phase is going to be on September 25th. It is the Libra new moon, and simultaneously, we are currently in a Mercury retrograde. So, there's a few things to consider. <laughs> uh, new moons in Libra are a really great time to utilize finding more balance in your practice, um, bringing, you know, peace, balance, justice to anything that you need in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And because new moons are really good for fresh starts, if you are somebody who is dealing, let's say with legal battles, Mm -hmm. this would be a really, really good time to utilize magic to kind of sway those legal battles into your favor simultaneously. If it is more mundane Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not courthouse appropriate, (laughs) you can also utilize this new moon to to sway really anything into your favor that you feel you are not really being seen justly in Mm -hmm. or have the chance of not being seen justly in but that being said because we are in a retrograde until october 9th i would pick and choose which things um you're going to do magic for that have the least likelihood for error retrogrades are times that things like our communication and technology kind of have hiccups (laughs) and so if you're trying to do any kind of spell work that deals with things like communication you know i know that we i just said that the new moon and libra is a really great time to sway things in your favor if the thing you're trying to sway in your favor deals with communication i personally would perhaps skip it um this month Mm -hmm. uh wait till retrograde is over and focus on it at that time that's just my personal opinion of course you can utilize your magical practice however you so choose (laughs) um but these are just um some ideas what do you think maria um
0: for libra for me it's a very self-care oriented like Mm -hmm. new moon um so for me it's like all like self-care and self-love and doing like ritual baths and stuff like that and just taking like yeah (laughs) like finding that balance with self-care and stuff like that you know um because you know so many of us like put ourselves last and so it's kind of like way to restore balance to bringing it back to self and Paying attention. I know a lot we of our, are our listeners days. are moms. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're not All talking me. about you, but we All are. All parents are like, yes, preach. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, and then also, like, I also romance sort of thing and like relationships and making sure the balances are right in like your relationships and things like that and especially as you said mercury retrograde making sure you know your communication is right with your partner or your friends <laughs> you know are you responding enough are you there for them enough as much as they are there for you and the are step.
1: you perhaps getting a text message that you're reading in a tone that wasn't intended by the sender <laughs> exactly <laughs> (laughs)
0: and then especially with relationships and stuff you know the dark moon will also be in libra the night before that and you can explore codependency and like maybe you know i know libra isn't connected to the empress but it does for me it's the empress has a very libra vibe about her but like are you maybe being too self-indulgent with self-care or self-indulgent towards like other things that's a great to explore that this dark moon in my personal opinion anything where balance is off relating to yeah. self yep yep yep, yep. So if you just started listening to us, every podcast, we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meanings and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing others' opinions helps beginners form their own opinions or even those who have been practicing practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings so this week we're going to talk about the chariot uh, we did the reversal i don't know a few episodes ago and i sometimes i'm like i don't know which card we should do so <laughs> i like i ask a deck so that's what popped out so we're doing the chariot <laughs> and we haven't done it upright so let's get to it Bye, to back back on the Rider Wade Smith version of this card, you will see a chariot being pulled by two speakses, one black one and one white. Our chariot driver wears a crown of stars, which is also reflected on the cloth that covers the carriage. On his on their armor, there is a square, and on the front of the chariot is a toy-like top. And on the top of that is a golden snitch. I'm just kidding. It's just a ball with wings, but yes, a golden snitch. <laughs> <laughs> and a town or city lies behind our chariot driver. Okay, so the universal keywords to this card are taking action, willpower, success, and focus. So when this card comes up in readings to me is the epitome of real world energy, like moving Mm -hmm. forward with important plans, you know, just like with the page of Pentacles, it shows that someone is hyper focused on a singular goal, or at least Mm -hmm. goals that all encompass leading to the same direction, leading to the same outcome. Um, This card reminds us that we need to take the positive and the negative, the ups and downs, you know, bringing these goals to fruition, you know, things are going to go wrong, things are going to go right. But the whole point is to keep going, even when things are going wrong, because we want to get to those results. And this is Mm -hmm. a major arcana card. So you know, you need to keep focusing on moving forward. Um, I also see this card a lot when people are uh, moving away from something from their past and are embracing the Future like this is represented by the town or city behind our chariot driver. You know, it's okay to look in the rear view, rear view mirror, but this card advises that moving for you know, forward motion and forward thinking is necessary. Like the past is the past, leave it there, learn from it. Mm-hmm. And, but when this card is upright in a negative position, for me, it acts as a warning that the hyper focusing and leaving things in the dust is actually hurting you. I, like, I tend to see this when people are avoiding something. And something they should not avoid or be like, (laughs) this belongs to the past, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but it doesn't. Just because you're ignoring it doesn't mean it's not there and doesn't need your intention, (laughs) you know? And I know I brought this up in the reversal, but sometimes when we're super focused on, um, focused on things, we kind of let other things fall to the wayside. And when, you know we want this card is also about balance So it's just like balancing those other things too while you're still remaining right. on track for your goals so how about yeah. you
1: how about you um i will say that i agree with you on most things with this card um the one thing that i will add to it is that i think that this card is a good reminder of it's okay to be confident um about something That you haven't quite achieved yet um, because you are working towards it and it is going to happen. It's a good assurance card. If you Mm -hmm. look at the card itself, the the chariot is being pulled by two sphinxes and those sphinxes are not actually attached to the carriage at all. Mm -hmm. Um, there is no lead no ropes anything like that and to me it is a good symbol that you yourself like can do this like you just Mm -hmm. need to have the confidence it is going to work out there's no like grand master kind of plan here that things have to align perfectly because in this card the the sphinxes the horses whatever you want to call them i mean they are mm-hmm. sphinxes but if it were a real chariot they would be horses right yeah and um, sometimes the other
0: decks is represented by horses yeah so.
1: and, and, and but they aren't even connected and yet though the chariot is still moving forward towards that victory and so it to me is just such a huge card of like having faith in yourself and confidence mm-hmm. and i know people get kind of cautious about confidence versus cockiness and this is a really good time to just remind yourself that like it's okay to celebrate in your own success and accomplishments and things that are going to happen for yourself i love that
0: you're so smart it's very good very pretty too smart beautiful pretty so giant pretty.
1: jugs i mean she's a full package baby
0: <laughs> and, and, and you guys can't see robin but robin's like rocking this Wy- wyona rider like 90s hairdo right now and it's very like it's it it is stunning and it it's gorgeous thank you
1: thank you <laughs> so a few weeks ago we had a giveaway on instagram and one of the prompts on there was like things that you would love to see for a new episode and we had a few people say that like if we could do an episode just on where to get started and Mm -hmm. maria and i figured that because it was the start of witchy season aka the time of year where a lot of people kind of start exploring their spirituality or even
0: we as a collective just come together yeah ignite
1: the spirituality if you've kind of Mm -hmm. walked away from it a little bit (sighs) whatever like there's Mm -hmm. there's lots of things that are happening this this time of year um we thought we could do that for this episode
0: very excited so
1: maria what is your number one tip for new people when in terms of like where to get started
0: okay don't 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 judge you i'm about to judge her guys (laughs) like i know it's really easy to get overwhelmed when you first start like there's so many things to learn so many things to do um you know you go to the bookstore and there's like it's no longer that there's a single metaphysical you know like (laughs) section a new age section you know now it's like A section, like, yeah, (laughs) which is amazing, which is so great that we have so Mm -hmm. many resources now at this point in time. But I think a lot of witches get overwhelmed with, like, all those resources. Um, I think a great place to start is to pick up books that, like, you actually connect with like what are you already interested in are you interested in art are you interested in writing are you interested Mm -hmm. because if you're interested in art you might really like tarot like the imagery and all that I mean it's you know, finding stuff that you're interested in like there's gonna be a point in time where you can expand your views. That's like when you feel comfortable within your practice. But right now, when you first start, it's stuff that you're like, I am so excited to learn this. It's like creating that spark Mm -hmm. that you can keep going off of and creating that sustainable practice. Rather than getting like I know it's so easy to be like grab like 10 different books on 10 different things, be like, oh my God, I gotta read these all at the same time. I gotta (laughs) shove them in my <laughs> but no let's consume them <laughs> let's pick a subject and that doesn't mean that you can't explore the basics like there are books where you can explore the basics in one other thing do that 100% do that but don't grab tarot astrology um yeah. what other things are out there <laughs> but, you know there's so many different things but um just stick with the subject <laughs> sick with yeah. the subject until you feel comfortable in it yourself yeah. yeah and honestly a great beginner's book to actually do magic not just like to read about it that actually could be like oh i can do that um mm-hmm. is judica illis um book i think it's the big book of practical spells at the beginning yes, it's very yeah it's all beginner stuff and how to get started and it's just Mm -hmm. Judica's writing style is like very down to earth very practical as I've already said and it's nice and you know it's not like you need to go on top of Mount Vesuvius and go get (laughs) like the blood of a virgin which is like her (laughs) you
1: must go into the woods and find three eyes of newt (laughs)
0: which is her other book 5,000 spells (laughs)
1: Which I oh, love. I, I mean, that's one is. of my
0: favorite books, yeah. spell books. One of my favorites. And I do think beginners <laughs> should have it because it's fun to just, like, pick through and, like, see things. There are simpler spells in it. But <laughs> there are some spells in there that's, like, whoa, okay. Like, this is not reasonable or doable. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're still fun to read about. How about you? What's your biggest tab? I don't
1: have one. I have three.
0: Well, I, I have know multiple, so yeah, we'll go back I, and
1: forth. Yeah, it's just I've got three that I don't know which one is the most important. So I'm just <laughs> going to start with one and just okay. know that the three big tips I've got, I think, are all equally important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the first things that a new witch should do is create some kind of sacred space for themselves Mm -hmm. um and when i say that that might be an altar that might be a shoebox altar that might be a corner in your bedroom where you keep a plant and one of those little pillows for meditating it's gonna Mm -hmm. look different for everybody and i think too many new witches get really caught up in altars especially ones that they see online Mm -hmm. And they think that they have to kind of meet that. And I know we've talked about this many times, but when you're first starting out, your altar space literally might be a candle, a rock and some good wishes. Um, But I think it's really important to have a space that you have designated for like spirit to sit, for you to have for yourself that is dedicated for your practice and everyone's practice is going to be different so Mm -hmm. when you're first starting out utilize it for what like Maria said, where you don't get overwhelmed with 30 different things, utilize it for what you are working with right now. Mm -hmm. That could be just meditation that could be uh, developing a relationship with spirit that could be just getting into tarot or ritual of some kind, like lesser banishing ritual every day or something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's gonna look different for you, whatever it is. And like Mm -hmm. Maria said, you focus on your one thing and cater a sacred space specifically to that. Mm -hmm. And don't compare yourself to people that you see on the internet. Those are established witches with established practices that their altar is catered specifically to their needs at that time. Yours are at the very beginning going to look very different, but What's important isn't having the perfect statue of Aphrodite or, you know, some wonderful silver chalice that you got from a thrift store. You might eventually get those things, but what's important starting off is dedicating a sacred space to yourself, cleansing it, uh, you know, doing protection magic for it, making dedications for it, etc. And and that is going to look very specific for you and for your practice but creating that dedicated space i think is so important when you're first Mm -hmm. starting out yeah and like i said it might just be like a pillow and a a plant (laughs) when you're first starting out you know it's gonna look different for everybody
0: yeah and i kind of want to bounce off of what you said yeah um also as also as new witches, like we tend to spend a lot of money. Well, they a, you lot know, of money. a lot of money. And it's like when I first um I came out to my wife, um I forgot how long ago now. I think six years. Um, all I had to like when I came out was a shelf. That's all I had was a shelf and a few crystals. And mm-hmm it's taken time to build that and there's no reason for you to go and there's nothing that you need like right off the bat besides maybe some books which you can even get from you know the, the library. library exactly Kindle and which you can-
1: Unlimited, if you have it
0: scribed <laughs> exactly exactly you know um just you don't have, like there. You don't have to get that fifty dollar crystal or anything. Um, mm-hmm. You can even do the whole, you know, casting spells within your mind if you're really good at envisioning and things like that. And if you're looking for cute altar stuff, there's no reason to go into debt buying cute altar stuff. Like honestly, the most most of my altar stuff comes from thrift shops. Like, go explore their shops. And yes, please do cleanse them when you do get them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there is nothing wrong with using kitchen herbs and spices in your spell work. There's no... Not at
1: all. No. we coven for life, baby.
0: (laughs) And you'd be surprised at how much they covered, like, um, correspondence-wise. You know, if one's, you know, like, let's say you want to use... I'm trying to think. Like birch leaves for money. Instead you could use like oregano or um there's always yeah exactly. There's always something you can replace it with. Always. Yep. Um well not always, always, but (laughs) you know, that virgin on top of Mount Vesuvius. Like obviously that's you can replace that and that's easy.
1: I'm willing to be your virgin. I know (laughs) I know technically speaking I'm not a virgin, but
0: I also am. So <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and since that was kind of short, um but another thing is that I think it's very important to um a lot of witches have like some apprehension to even doing spell work at first, you know, they yes. like, yeah, they're too scared. it was to start. gonna be
1: mine, my next one, <laughs> well, we'll discuss it, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> But a lot of witches think that they, like, I know people who have not done a spell within a year of them identifying as a witch because they're too scared to. Part of learning is by doing. Um, And if you're not doing, you're honestly not going to add that deeper layer to your practice. Um, And just... (laughs) and like even like with tarot cards and stuff like that you've got to keep i know it's a lot to keep up with at first and it's a lot to like learn at first but you repetitively doing it for yourself and for others you form a deeper connection to tarot and you will get eventually more comfortable over time with it
1: Mm -hmm. i agree with you and I, i really really think that social media has created i know i said this like a million times in the past but social media has created this false air of fear that gets put into people that they're afraid to go out and practice and do things because well what if i do it wrong and 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 it ruins my life well the fact of the matter is and i think any seasoned witch will tell you this unless you have been practicing and i mean doing the craft portion of witchcraft Mm -hmm. (laughs) unless you have been practicing for years and you've done your trial and error and you have really channeled what kind of energy uh, behind your spell work the knowledge having a relationship with your gods your deities the universe freaking whatever is until you really get solid and comfortable in what Mm -hmm. works for you Mm -hmm. most likely if you mess something up at best you're going to have a minor inconvenience but more likely it's just not going to work <laughs> That's gonna and be the not mess up.
0: I mess up like almost every spell. Like uh, something will accidentally pour over the bottle. Um, sure, I yeah. will spell something wrong on my intention paper, and I'll just like. In my opinion, spirit knows what you mean. Like as long as you're not hyper focused on it, they're not gonna exactly. Be and I, on I it. really
1: think, like I said, the internet, as well as I would say literature as well, and by literature I mean when you get spell books or you get books that have spells in it, they give you instructions, right? They give you Mm -hmm. your step-by-step on how to do it. And then it's, well, what if I don't do it exactly like that? Mm. Like, I'm just going to be very um, candid about this. They made that spell up that Mm -hmm. is not passed down from generation to generation i mean it might be if you're doing like an ancestral grimoire or something like that but more than likely is a spell that they created that works for them that they are sharing with you that they got from somewhere else or from trial and error etc this isn't like this isn't charmed they it's not a giant book that they got this from that's been passed down for 500 years and you have to do it exactly right or you're going to summon the demons like that is not how this works and while i can understand and empathize Mm -hmm. the fear part of witchcraft is the craft portion of the word Mm -hmm. get out there do it and why this is why it's important to keep a book of shadows, keep a journal and write stuff down. You write down what you did, but you also write down a follow-up, you Mm -hmm. know, did this work for me? Mm -hmm. Um, If you put triggers in your spell, did you see your triggers go off? Mm -hmm. These sort of things. And you write it down so that way next time, you know, you go to do that, I don't know, love spell, Mm -hmm. um, you can refer back to it and what didn't work for you what did work for you Mm -hmm. and trial and error it it, it's something that i think way too many people are afraid of messing up that they never just do it and a part of being a witch a part of which craft is the craft portion of it Mm -hmm. now doing spell work and doing magic is going to look different person to person so maybe for you it's trans meditation spell work Mm -hmm. maybe that's your craft you know what I mean Mm -hmm. maybe your craft is you know leaving offerings at big trees or something like that Mm -hmm. I I can't tell you exactly what your spell work could or should look like because it looks different based off of your path your you know personal opinions your ability your accessibility etc but a huge part of witchcraft is the craft portion so go be brave and start doing it
0: (laughs) yeah and going off of that um i think just a lot of witches when it comes to what resonates and what doesn't especially norwiches they go and they do something that doesn't resonate with them like they use a herb or an ingredient that doesn't resonate and they just keep going forward with the spell and then they carry that anxiety of them not Hmm. resonating with that ingredient with them and it kind of I feel like it does end up ruining their spell that they did. I agree. And that's why it's so important to find out what resonates with you and what doesn't resonate with you. Yep. Because you're not going to agree with everything an author says. Like even like books that I do resonate with, I don't resonate with them 100%. And that's right. more than reasonable. And we're even learning in those books, what works for us and what doesn't. Um, But where was I going with that? Um, <laughs> hello. <laughs> but, hello? <laughs> and then that's also important is that when you're looking at ingredients, if it doesn't resonate with you, I highly recommend looking up why that correspondence is there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because I think... A lot of us don't, it doesn't resonate with us because we don't know the history. We don't know the tales that go behind the ingredient. We don't know why we're using it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I recommend at, before you do a spell, look up why you're using the ingredients. So you're like, I'm adding this yeah, because of this reason. Yeah. And if that, even because of the history, if the history still doesn't make it resonate with you, you can always... You know, replace it with something that does find out what corresponds yeah. with that and replace it. And it's also important that authors, when they're writing books, they're told. To speak like they know the subject and that you need to do this exactly correct there's no room mm-hmm. for like nuance or like you could you know do it a different way i mean you can say that but you still have to be very straightforward because the yes. editors will be like you can't it sounds passive but unfortunately mm-hmm. a lot of um the material that you read should have, should be passive because you're learning and you're um fit like putting in what resonates with you and that's not as i said that's not gonna be what every author has to say you know um yeah going off
1: of that going Mm -hmm. like going off that my third and final whatever bit Mm -hmm. have i said three things did I say not this? I'm just huh? talking. I'm just talking. Anyway. <laughs> um, my the other, the third thing that I really think is important is understanding. I what I think is more important <laughs> than getting a beginner book, right? Mm-hmm. Is giving yourself an understanding, a baseline understanding of where things come from. Like, for example, I know that a lot of people get caught up in this trap. That's what I'm going to call it for lack like of a better term. When they first mm-hmm. get started, when it comes to like rules and stuff like that, um, because they read like a book and that book said it. And that person who wrote the book is a renowned person in our, mm-hmm. you know, community. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. Like, you know, reading books from big renowned people is, is important. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> I think it's also important to understand where that author's um kind of opinion is being shaped from Mm -hmm. you know you read let's say a book by gerald Gardner, right Mm -hmm. yes he's the founder of wicca but he also has a background in like the uh the 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 order of the golden dawn which is a hermetic order background and so i think it's important to understand where these things where these authors have kind of shaped their view from mm-hmm. because most books in my opinion are written from a very eurocentric uh you Euro, uh, not just eurocentric but uk-centric um kind of spiritual background, because witchcraft, by definition, comes from England. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, of course, you know, you have other spiritual practices that because of things like colonization, uh, witchcraft has, of course, that term has been fitted to many different folk practices across the world. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to understand when you're getting started, where something like Pathwise and global perspective wise where mm-hmm. it's coming from because i've noticed a lot of newer people get very preachy about what you can and can't do and it completely <laughs> lacks any nuance for like mm-hmm. the rest
0: of the fucking world <laughs> like, i also feel like it's a lot of upg too even if it's like yeah years and years of upg you know like yeah yeah because i don't know i did a post recently that like i don't know like you know like 300 years ago we didn't have witchcraft books we didn't do anything it was all intuition based all intuition Mm -hmm. based and home based
1: passed down word of mouth like from your family
0: yeah they're there were rules but there weren't like you <laughs> you know don't hang your broom right side up on your door you know <laughs> right which you can because you can bring in abundance that way it's not just a chase away <laughs> experience if you put it upside down i'm just you know. not that i was called out for that or anything It's fine
1: but he has no personal <laughs> connection to this guy it's crazy that just popped in her head randomly <laughs>
0: but you know people's opinions and what re- as i said what resonates with them and what doesn't and it's not going to be you know not everyone's rules are going to fit your rules right and, that's-
1: and and like i guess my point is with all of it is in most books it's changing now because mm-hmm. we've had this huge resurgence of of you know witchcraft and paganism and spirituality in general mm-hmm. in the last few years but the majority of books that predate 2018 have a wiccan view point and there is nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing wrong with having a Wiccan viewpoint um but simultaneously you the consumer need to kind of educate yourself on that a little bit mm-hmm. um so that way you are recognizing that when you are regurgitating this sort of information or talking about it with people etc that it is from a very specific viewpoint and you know i know we talked about this a couple episodes back when we had afro spiritual on but if you don't recognize that you might find yourself in a situation where you're being accidentally anti-semitic where you're being accidentally like
0: racist or yeah, that's what i was gonna bring up oppressive too. like and bigotry can, like yeah there's a lot of books that like are appropriating that are still being coming out even today and i still see mm-hmm. it passed around and it's like uh, it's just i don't know i, I do view
1: it through a lens of we're all human beings and we're all mm-hmm. learning and i think i truly want to believe trying to do our best mm-hmm. to relearn these kind of things um mm-hmm. but i do think that's super important to make a baseline you know education for yourself so that way not only are you not accidentally appropriating mm-hmm. but simultaneously you're not perhaps projecting your own path especially in an early days <laughs> mm-hmm. on to people that perhaps have a very different um, background than you. So it's just something to consider.
0: Exactly. I agree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, do you have any other tips that you think people need to know when they're first getting started? I'm trying to think. I don't, think yeah, I don't think I really know. have any either. Well, okay.
0: I have one more, that I did think okay. about. <laughs> but, um, I do think, you know, a lot of witches, they, especially around this season, they mostly stay indoors and practice witchcraft instead of going mm-hmm. out into the natural world. And I think, even no matter what type of witch you are, going outside and like connecting with the spirits of, you know, forests, of, you know, of the world around you is so important. It'll also help you, you know, form a relationship with the land around you and also help you create a sustainable practice rather than something short term. Um, I know. I know that it's hard to um, find you know if you're not living where you love you're going to have a hard time like connecting with the land but sure eventually if you keep going out there you will find stuff that you connect with and that you mm-hmm. do love and I don't know I just I really do think going out and even if you to live the in the
1: city even if you live in a city mm-hmm. getting outside under the moon in a safe way is still a great way to connect like by- going for an evening stroll with somebody that maybe makes it a little safer etc just little mm-hmm. things you can still get outside even if you live in a city you don't have to be in a deep woods
0: <laughs> to exactly. connect with the outdoors <laughs> <laughs> or you just like you know go sit out on your porch get some fresh air you know yes ever you know if you're even if i know that there's some people out there who's like ugh nature no <laughs> no thank you
1: no they, you... oh no thank you mm-hmm. no thank you
0: <laughs> but you can still like do things that you're comfortable with that yes. helps you connect with the land and spirits around you i agree so robin <laughs> what is stirring your culture this week
1: i'm rock hard thank you so much (laughs) you're so welcome (laughs) i'm actually this is a creator sort of it's a publishing house um i know i've talked about them a bunch of times but i am like crazy for liminal 11 right now they have started coming out with books i just showed maria a book that they sent me you know obviously they do tarot and oracle decks and the quality is just unmatched like they're just unmatched i've yet to find another like big box i guess you could call it tarot mm-hmm. company that seems to put the same thought care and quality into a deck that is a comparable price to you know something that would come from like barnes and noble or whatever
0: 100 you know, you're
1: paying 25 dollars for a deck that like has a magnet hard box and has gilded 400 edges? gsm jar cardstock, are gilded edges they 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 when they do a matte deck it doesn't stick together it's like matte without sticking like <laughs> when they do a gloss deck it's like gloss without freaking slipping and sliding into the freaking universe i, I have yet to find something of theirs even if i didn't resonate with their deck for example i just did a giveaway for the metaphysical cannabis deck that they did because i don't smoke weed (laughs) like (laughs) the deck is freaking stunning like Mm -hmm. it is beautiful it is so well made it is another freaking high quality item from them and they i am a liminal 11 girl for ride or die i have half a mind to pitch my next book to them because i i really stand behind this company i think it's incredible no, like I they definitely, really seem I agree. to care about us do you know what i mean and not <laughs> just trying to make a quick cash grab
0: quick cash grab and then like i feel like they go through like a layer of like will the customer actually like this do they yeah. have an inch worth of borders around the cards and the images no they don't no they don't. that's like two percent like of people who
1: actually like that and i love that they <laughs> they continue to support indie artists mm-hmm. they're taking on these indie like I mean, their names now, most of them, right? Because their mm-hmm. decks have done so well. But pre their deck, these no name artists that are so talented, but nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. And they're giving them these platforms and the. <laughs> yeah,
0: I really. That.
1: That. <laughs> I really, really, really feel like they are creating products for tarot readers, by tarot readers, like. You know what I mean? With mm-hmm. real care and consideration, and then they're not making it a hundred dollars; they're making it an
0: affordable price, exactly. And honestly, like some of my favorite books, like Fez Inkwright, um, has mm-hmm. two books by them: two herbal books, one poison, one, and one folk magic. And mm-hmm. then they also have the Seed and Sickle, also by Fez. Like favorites, mm-hmm. favorites. I love. I just
1: I <laughs> even if, like I said, even if I haven't personally resonated with something that they have created. I Mm -hmm. have yet to be disappointed by something they've created. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, 100%. So I'm
1: I'm digging them so much. Like, I really think everything they're doing is just so top notch. And I am just really, really impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) So Maria... What's not stirring your cauldron this week? (laughs) Thank you so much for asking.
0: (laughs) So, obviously, this is the worst Mercury retrograde ever for me personally. no I'm serious this mercury retrograde uh, is not stirring my cauldron it's horrible and I am straight up not having a good time like let me out of here is it October 9th yet like (laughs) I'm banging on the door like let me out but I like anything that could go wrong has gone wrong pretty much like okay let me let me lay it all out (laughs) so child's medication went to the pharmacy, $500, $500 they asked for. And I'm like, no, why? No, no, no. Even with the coupon, even with a coupon. And I was like, this is a medication they need. My, you know, my insurance company God was like, bless America. <laughs> <laughs> and my insurance company is like, we don't cover that. We don't do that. And then, and then um, I guess Spectrum had a, um, a breach and my credit card information got stolen, so I had to change credit no. cards.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Em, I didn't know that. That's horrible.
0: It's been a horrible. Like, and there's just like other like little things. I would just my wife and I would just look at each other and just start laughing and be like, "Can you believe? <laughs> Why <It's> not?" Just... <laughs> but and then I don't know it's just been horrible like I feel like communication's been off I've been off with communication and I'm already so bad at it I think like if you're neurodivergent like Mercury retrograde is like harder if you're neurodivergent because no amount of like slowing down or like, you know, re looking things over is really going to help you. Mercury retrograde for neurodivergent people is like a practice of self love and self patience and self forgiveness. Like it's really yeah. an ongoing thing of like being nice, kind to yourself through it. Um, so if you're having a hard time and you're, especially if you're neurodivergent, just be kind to yourself like you're going to hear everywhere being like you just need to slow down you know you need to get <laughs> slow that's not realistic for many that people. is not how my brain works Susan well, that, and if you're at a job <laughs> that like is unrealistically demanding stuff for you but you uh-huh. need this job there's, there's nothing you can freaking do about it you know like obviously if you can slow down do slow down but no that's not right. realistic for everybody and, and that's unfortunately okay. we're just going to ride this struggle bus all the way to the finish line and we will get there. We'll get there. Hell yeah. As a collective. <laughs> as a collective, we're going to do this together. We're in it.
1: <laughs> hey, if you've just joined us this week, every single week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. Uh, these are not advertisements these are just things that we found organically uh so that being said Maria who are
0: you digging right now so it is a photographer uh so she's a photographer I know that she's on Instagram I don't know if she's on any other platform but it's Co. and she has these beautiful gorgeous um <coughs> floral arrangements that she takes photos of that are very Mm -hmm. to me they're very witchy because there's like pomegranates and snakes Mm -hmm. and all that it's just uh, like as a photographer I definitely appreciate it and I love still life photography so yes 10 out of 10 like I highly recommend you checking out her work and she even makes like phone cases prints and stuff like that and really yeah big fan and it's you know i saw who you put for who you're loving and right away i knew who it was even though i don't know
1: (laughs) because of you (laughs) tagging me i know i'm really into this ceramic artist called throw and grow Mm -hmm. Throw and Grow Ceramics. Mm -hmm. They made cauldrons, ceramic cauldrons. And you guys, Maria was literally just telling me how she wanted to buy me something. Everyone heard (laughs) it. We all heard it, Maria. And I think then she should get me one of these i'm just saying uh they're probably like dollars, so perhaps Possibly. a little bit out of the price range of a normal gift to send a person um, but they're so beautiful they're literally so pretty like it really makes me want to take up ceramics again i'm not gonna lie
0: yeah they are stunning stunning And um, we're so like you and i are so shut with these drops we'll be like we'll we love are them. so
1: bad we are literally so bad it's embarrassing like hate to see it
0: (laughs) i'll set alarms and everything and something always comes up always literally
1: like and uh (laughs) i want it so bad i've never once made a (laughs) single drop that i set a time for so we are praying um if you will that that changes Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Unlikely
0: though. <laughs> we'll just we'll just admire the work. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. A I never needed art. a
1: single thing I wanted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We just need someone that we need to make friends with someone and be like, "Hey, do we get first dibs?"
1: (laughs) Literally, hey bestie, um, saw you were posting something like this again. Was wondering if you could just let me have it. (laughs) I'll still pay. Oh yeah, yeah, easy. I will pay. (laughs) Instead of you offering it up to the public, what if you just offered it directly to me? Yeah. 100% 100%. (laughs) screw the public
0: I'm just kidding because you guys are public love you (laughs) (sighs) serious as a knife
1: Well, thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope that you will join us again on Friday, September 23rd for our Coffee Talk episode, where we're going to read a few ghost stories and talk about witchy pop culture. Although I said wishy again. (laughs) which. lucky you you'll get to hear me say in the episodes yeah. <laughs> or september 30th for our 18th episode of season three you can keep an eye out on our instagrams or twitter or you can go to our website coffeeandcauldrons.com to find all of our social media mm-hmm. <laughs> for more information and don't forget to join us on september 24th on patreon library tearing up for our intro to heathenry class hosted by warrior witch nike
0: and when you join our patreon magical beginnings our patreon offers a special 25 minute part two episode a huge 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 library of articles about witchcraft a discord community full of fun events and discussions and wonderful people like wonderful humans we love them very much (sighs) and we even have a tier that offers one-on-one conversations with robin and myself Yes. So please, if you love
1: our sexy, sensual, so hot voices, (laughs) take a moment to review us on any streaming service, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other streaming service that you love. Giving us reviews is not only something we really enjoy reading, but it helps us get seen by new people. So for those of you who have already reviewed us or plan to, thank you very much. We appreciate it greatly. So again, this is coffee and cauldrons with Robin from At a Tired Witch on Instagram and
0: Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. All right, <laughs> you ready? You ready? Yeah. One, One two, 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 three,
1: three five. five. Why did we both get so high pitched? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>